All right, what's up, Stalemates? Welcome back to another episode. Special guest. This is the second guest that we've had in the studio. Uh, we just interviewed Cody Goodwin. Hope you guys like that one. Uh, hit subscribe, please. Drop a like, comment, whatever. You got it. Uh, Matt Scout Corby, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome on the show. I got to pipe in the crowd noise a little bit. You can't hear that yet. If you want to put those headphones on, you can. You don't have to, though. It's up to you if you like hearing your voice. How's, uh, how's Iowa treating you? You just got in town today? Yeah, yep, got in town today, um, flew in this morning about 9.30, went to uh, Smokey D's for lunch. Smokey D's, who took you there? You know, I just, a uh, guy on the plane told me to uh, to head there, so when I got my rental car, um, you know, I was going to meet up with Fellers, and uh, he was doing some, uh, some uh, you know, conference calls. Uh, businessman stuff. Yeah, businessman, What'd a.k.a. You get at, fishing. You, yeah, I saw that video today, actually. <laughs> Must be nice, man. No, he, he works hard. He earned it. Uh, what did you get at uh, at uh, Smokey D's? Because we, we, we have actually been there twice now. So Tyler's mm -hmm. only lived in Iowa now for – he just moved here from Colorado. but he, So he's only lived here for, like, uh, probably a month or something like yeah. that. Okay. And we've been to Smokey D's, like, three times together. So I did the lunch uh, bone-in ribs. Yeah, good. Um, and a side of burn ends. Okay, your your business partner Willie. I don't know how he feels about the Midwest yet because he seems like he likes the food, the tenderloins and stuff. But then he's he's also like kind of crapping on uh, Culver's a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know his opinions, his hot takes. But for those of you who don't know, uh, Corby does a show called The First Word with the Matt Scout Willie. This yep. is Matt Scout Corby. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter and all that. Um, but they do a show together show together every Monday on Rockfin. Check it out. But uh, yeah, how did you know he he doesn't like the Midwest food and he does? I don't know. What do you think about it? <clears throat> Willie likes anything you can eat at a bar, pretty <laughs> yeah, much. True. If you can sit down <laughs> at a bar, yeah. and eat, he's good for that. Yeah, you know? that's my kind of guy though, because my wife she's always like, you know, the whole debate: where are we going to eat? What's for dinner? And I'm always I'm a simple man, you know, tenderloins, burgers, chicken strips. Yeah, I can eat anything too. I'm picky though. Really, like about like flavor, about what you're eating. Um flavor like quality yeah okay i mean and kind of what i'm eating at times too i don't know i i'm kind of picky okay because there's two types of pickies there's like picky like that food is not good and there's picky like oh i don't like that kind of food probably more i don't like that kind of food not a big um asian food guy yeah i feel that don't not a big sushi guy okay what I about you guys too. hate i hate sushi i don't like seafood big sushi fan yeah, Tyler's a sushi guy. Uh, no, when we when we go to like a sushi restaurant, I usually get like the chicken katsu, which is basically yeah. just chicken just cut up and some noodles and stuff. And everybody looks weird. At, look, what the hell's this guy doing? And I here? eat it with a fork, not the uh, sticks. What are they called? Chopsticks. There you Sorry. go. You got, <laughs> got half the word. Uh, but we didn't bring you on to talk about food. We brought you on to talk <laughs> about wrestling because as soon as you guys started doing the first word, I'm thinking, who the heck is this guy? Because I haven't heard of you before uh -huh. this. Because uh, I'm not in it. I'm not, I always say I'm an outsider in this sport. Uh, I'm, I'm more of a, you know, more of a fan. I'm not in the inner circle. So the people that really know wrestling probably knew who you were. Um, but I'm watching your show, and I'm like, man, this guy is super knowledgeable. And Thank you. Uh, eventually you ended up getting Twitter. And since we follow you on Twitter, you're a good follow, and you really know what you're talking about. Um, where do you think that you specialize in wrestling? Is it at the cadet level, the juniors, the seniors, college? What is it? You know, it's kind of weird. I would say 15 years ago I would have answered high school. I would have uh, – probably known every kid known to man um nowadays um a little bit of high school more 
the junior, senior kind of looking to go to college. You know, I <clears throat> um, coached a little bit and dabbled with some kids back in uh, Sycamore, Illinois, where I grew up. So as they kind of left high school and went to college, I kind of did the same and followed. Um, <clears throat> now more college. Um, really, just because you followed that age group yep. into there? Yeah, I followed that age group into it, I would say, maybe – seven, eight years ago. Now I've been going to the national tournament for a long, long time. Um, but as far as like really diving in and, and like never missing anything, I mean, I'll, I'll sit on a Saturday and I mean, if there's 12 duels going, I'll have, I'll watch all 12 duels. I'll have six going at a time. You know, I don't, I don't miss much. Are you more of a lighter weight guy or heavier weight guy? Um, you know, I like it all like to it be honest all. with yeah. you today's heavyweight. Yeah. It's, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's you're seeing the same thing. I don't know how much you pay attention to other sports, but you're you're seeing it in almost all sports. Like bigger men are evolving. Like you see a center back in the '70s, they could only really block shots and dunk the ball. Now they're shooting threes and learn how to dribble the basketball. And you're seeing the same thing in wrestling. You're seeing these big guys like like Gable or or uh, Kirkfleet. They're doing more than just taking you down and riding you out and pushing you out of bounds. You know, they're really learning the techniques and their conditioning's good and. You know, it's definitely more fun to watch than, uh, no offense, like the Tony Nelson era. Yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, years ago, I mean, it was like watching paint dry, right? A couple of dancing bears out there. Remember when it was, uh, like, Tony Nelson and Telford and McMullen? Like, McMullen could scramble a little bit, but but the rest, like, for the most part, it was pretty, like, painful to watch. It was. And now, I mean, those are some of the most exciting matches, right? Heavyweight. I mean, look at Cassiope. The build on him doesn't look like he'd be scrambling, but... Big tone can move. I, I will say, though, so I just disrespected those guys, but there was probably nothing better than a really close duel that comes to a freaking ride out. Heavyweights, like two guys who aren't really moving, and you're, like, staring at the riding time clock, and you just say, just get up. Like, if you just watch that match without any context, it's super boring. But with all that context, it's coming down to that heavyweight. There's nothing better than seeing something like that, in my there opinion. Isn't. And every time Tony Nelson would ride you out to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's uh, let's talk about transfers. So I wanted yeah. to have you on. I reached out to you uh, a couple weeks back. You mm -hmm. said you're going to be in Iowa, so we just waited for it. Uh, so there's some of this stuff. As some of these kids have already committed to new schools, yep. but um, I want to talk to you about some of the kids that haven't yet. Uh, let's start off right off the bat. We don't know what's going on with Stanford. Obviously, no. we want to keep Stanford wrestling. I think everybody does. Yep. Um, but let's talk about Real Wood, Shane Griffith, and Jay Nabis. So okay. when you think about these guys. Who comes to mind? Where would they be a good fit? Not saying, like, I'm not asking you to predict where they're going to go, but if you're thinking about schools that that, that are going to be interested, because I would say most schools will be interested in these kids because mm -hmm. they're freaking hammers, uh, but where do you think is the best fit for, let's start with Real Woods. So he's going to be a um, semester transfer. He's not going to graduate till December, so you'll see him on the move in January. Um, interesting for him. Um there were a few schools that were in the mix early on that really aren't in the mix now. Um, <clears throat> Michigan's still in the mix. Everybody's going to Michigan. Um, Michigan's still in the mix. Um, <clears throat> I'd say maybe a little North Carolina could be in the mix. Um, Penn State is in the mix. Um, of course. Which is, you know, kind of the same schools you're hearing for Shane as well. Um my opinion on Shane, I think Shane's going to end up being a Tar Heel. I think it's just going to be too hard to pass up. I think. Why do Why do you say that? Um, <clears throat> I think lineup wise, um, 
fits in really well. He wants to go up to 74. Um, education. I mean, UNC is a great education. Um, you know, even if they save Stanford, which possibly, I don't know if they will. I don't think he stays. I think he goes either No matter way. what? Yeah, I think he's leaving. Okay, so I know when people talk about the Ivy Leagues and these more prestigious schools, it's really hard to transfer from, um, you know, a Stanford to like a Princeton because of academics is number one, right? Has, do you know, have these kids even like tried to do that? Have they at least attempted to reach out to a Princeton or anything like that? You're, you're, you asked me that and looked at me like you kind of know something. Do you know something? No, I, I don't. Okay. But, but well, the, they actually, I do know something. Um, okay. So uh, <laughs> they have, and there is a, there's a possibility that, um, my opinion, I think, I think that's where you could see Abbas land. Okay. Um, it's, it is a little tricky and there are some, is you it know, like hiccups. academic thing. Yeah. There's some hiccups they got to go through. Um, but I think it's a possibility. Um, and if it if it happens for one of them, I would I would lean Abbas maybe to Princeton. Fits well, um, club wise. They could use a guy at his weight class. Um, academics are a really high priority for him, so um, that's a place I could see him possibly landing. Okay, you know somebody else tweeted this on my timeline. Uh huh. They say that Iowa State's like the Harvard of the Midwest. What do you think? <laughs> no. No, oh, I see the shirt. I see yeah, the shirt. Yeah, hey, you know, I had to, right? Um, yeah, I no. had to wear it for you. But we need no. a sixty-five pounder, Shane Griffith. Come on now. You do need a sixty-five pounder. Um, I don't know that you're in the running for him at all. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, heavyweight. What's going on with heavyweight with the Cyclones? Huh? Uh, you tell me. Let's get to it. I don't know. I mean, Let's I'm get here. To it. I thought we were gonna get Gas Tank Gary. I heard on some other podcasts. Uh, that gas tank Gary had us in his top five. Yep. Apparently gas tank Gary wanted to be a beaver. So, you know, I guess we need a heavyweight. I'm kind of bummed that a uh, really bummed that Grimble's not coming back, but we got some young guys. We got a uh, Sean, Nate Sean and coming then, in uh, yep. Greenlee and Ames native, yep. uh, really tall, slender guy. So I think he, you know, he's probably going to bulk up a little bit and, uh, put some weight on. And I think either one of those guys would be good down the line, but yeah, I think we need somebody like right off the bat. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, I know. It was like Pitt, Iowa State, Oregon State, Purdue kind of for gas tank. And then he ended up going out west. Um, we got this guy, Sam Schuyler. Yep, Sam Schuyler so. out of Buffalo. He's on the portal. Um, would be a good get for you guys, I think. He, he round 240, um, was a 97-pounder in the past. Um, Zach Redding's teammate, high school teammate, yeah, correct? Yeah, well, they were um, in the same county, yep, wrestled club, know each other real well. Um, so, it, I mean, it could be a fit. Um, Do you know any other schools that he's looking at? Is it the same schools that Gas Tank was looking yeah, at? Yeah, basically, you know, how it, how it trickle-down effect, right? Those schools that were, you know, looking at Gas Tank Gary, obviously they needed a heavyweight. They lose out on him, and then, you know, they – Go through the portal and who's your next best heavyweight, right? Sam Schuyler. So he'll be the next guy. Chase Singletary's also in there, right? Yeah, but you know, he's a tweener guy. I don't know what he's gonna decide to do. If he's gonna try to stay at 97, go up the heavyweight. I'm I'm not sure on that one. Okay. Um, one that I was super surprised about, let's stay on the Iowa State topic, yep. was Austin Gomez coming back. I don't I don't blame him for transferring because we have uh 
you know, Redding at 33 and then and then Ian Parker staying at 41. I think that Gomez, I haven't talked to him or anything, but I think he wanted to go 41. Obviously, with Ian Parker coming back, he's got to find a new home. So uh, where would you like to see Austin Gomez go? Right away when he hit the portal, my gut said Michigan State. Um, just Really? Because, why? I haven't, why? I haven't heard that. Um, him and Willie Miklas are true. really close. It's an obvious one. Okay. I didn't think of that. Um, and look at their roster at 41, right? They, they need a guy. Um, got good workout partners around him at the weight, um, in the big 10, um, Wisconsin need a guy at the weight. I mean, Bono's loved Gomez since he was a freshman. You know what I mean? Um, actually I had a conversation with Go- uh, Bono at the grappler fall classic actually. And Gomez's freshman year and, uh, just standing, I was there coaching, uh, Kyle Aikens actually. And, and uh, he was wrestling a match, Gomez, and and Bono was there. Just went up and started talking to him, and he's like, man, wish you could offer scholarships to freshmen. He's like, I'd, you know, beyond this kid. Right? It was October, right? He hadn't even wrestled a match in high school yet. So I know Bono has always liked Gomez, so, you know, maybe that that works. I don't know. I don't know how sure Austin Gomez is about coming back, though. What do you mean? You know, I've heard, you know, he wants to come back, I've heard, and then I've heard some <clears throat> rumblings, you know, around Illinois about him possibly doing some coaching. Because you got, you got a little Illinois uh, connections. Yeah, yeah, about him possibly doing some coaching, and when he first left, he was going to maybe go back and run Dad's club, and then then he's going to come back and wrestle, but then I heard some rumblings a week or two ago that he was, you know, maybe looking into doing some high school coaching, so... I'm not sure, you know, maybe. And then this last week I seen where he put up something about training hard, you know, getting his weight back down. So maybe he has made a decision and maybe he's fully committed now to come back. I would love, I mean, been watching the kids since he was young, you know, no dad. Well, um, the family's, you know, good people. So, um, would love to see Austin come back and be successful. I just kind of worry about him a little bit with the head, with the head. Yeah, man, his style's just relentless. I don't know if Austin Gomez knows how to tone it down. Yeah, you know what I mean. Scared money don't make money. That's his. Uh, that's, that's his whole moniker. That's you know? right. You know. So, um, and he's been a gamer, man. The kids wrestled so hard his whole life. I mean, just watch. I mean, he's balls of the wall every single time, right? I mean, Matt return. I mean, throwing guys. I mean, he's just always wrestled really hard. And I think for a guy like him who's wrestled so much his whole life, it's going to be really hard for him to give it up knowing he has eligibility left, right? Yep. I that's mean, what scares me too, right? Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest factor in him because, you know, if it's at the end of his college career, he could, you know, at least you got to finish your college career. But when you're kind of in the middle of it, and we really, he really never got an opportunity to, I mean, he, he went to one NCAAs, right? Yeah. But if you look at the guys that he's beat, he's beaten an RBY, he's beaten a DeSanto. It's like, dang. You know, beating some really good guys. And, you know, you look at it too, you know, I've seen his comments and some people, you know, they think, Hey, you know, the concussions happened as he was cutting weight, you know, and I think he believes that too, which I mean, I'm not so sure. I mean, concussions are concussions. I'm not so sure if they happen because you're cutting weight or not, you know, right. So kind of that, that, all that head and head injury stuff to me is, is beyond me. You know, it's, it's something that I've never had to deal with, thankfully. And, Never really had anybody around me that really had to deal with it at that level. Um, never really had any teammates or anything like that. But, you know, I wish him the best. I would like to see him. I kind of like to see him go to Northern Iowa. I think that would be okay. a good fit for him. Uh, 
I think Schwab likes him. If you if you look at their lineup too, that's kind of a if at forty one, uh, that was kind of a, a weight last year that they were kind of flipping around. I think there was a last minute change, wasn't there at the very end? Well, yeah, and then you know I don't think when you recruit right. I mean they didn't plan on losing Blockus either, right? Correct. You got Blockus, you recruit, you plan on hey this is going to be our guy. He leaves now, you got a hole, right? Right. A hole for you know a guy you thought was going to be there for a few more years. So now you got to try to plug somebody in and luckily in today's age you know you got the transfer portal years ago man a lot of these programs have been screwed you know you see a lot of moving guys moving around filling holes mcnally just went to wisconsin you know fills huge, a hole for them for them but you think outside of like outside of max dean that might and obviously the stanford kids uh that's probably the biggest get in the portal wouldn't you say yeah i would uh and i like uh I like Bull, uh, Bullzak going over yep. to uh, Rutgers, so, right? Uh, let's let's slow down a little bit because yeah, yeah, you got we, we got we got a whole go. segment. But b- before we move on to that segment here, let's talk about Max Dean. Okay? Yes, obviously the biggest name in the portal. Uh, returning or not returning? They had the year off last year, but the year before that, he was a finalist. Uh, lost to Drew Foster in the finals. Where do you think Max Dean goes? What's your gut say? Now you might you might have a little bit more insight. You definitely have more insight than we do, but there were some tweets last week saying that he was hanging out uh, at Penn State. That's a fact. But when you look at it, where is he going to go? I mean, Kale, Kale will find a spot, right? Yeah. Kale's notorious for just figuring it out. He'll go up to 197. And Beard just, it is what it is. That's business. Yeah, that's it's business, right? I mean, you're not going to not take, you know, that's a good problem to have, right? You're not going to not take a finalist. I mean... Right. What are you what are you gonna do? Same thing at Rutgers, right? I mean, Billy Janzer's not bad. So if you're looking at that and and you're looking at the Iowa Penn State team race, mm-hmm. where does is it I mean obviously Does it help? Doesn't help Iowa at all. But if you think about it, is it a is it a, a nothing's a lock, nothing's for sure, anything could happen. But when you're looking at that for how close it was last year and it wasn't supposed to be that close, then you got everybody back, you got a healthy Kirk fleet. What do you think happens there? You know, <sighs> People are going to call me crazy, but I, at 197, I'm not sure how much an upgrade Dean is over Beard. Okay. I mean, next, okay, I think Beard's a 7'8 guy. I mean, what's Dean a 4'5? Correct. And yeah, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, that's 97. Yeah. I mean, 97 next year is still going to, still going to be loaded, right? You're going to have Ferrari. You're going to have Adams. You're going to have, uh, Brocky at Michigan. Um, you're still going to have Warner, right? You're still so, going to have some guns in there. So if he's, he has he commented on, is he going 97, do you know? It n- hasn't 100% commented yet, but that's that's where I think he's leaning. Um, you know, he's an 86-kilogram guy, 189. What about what about Michigan State? Because that, that was another one. Was that Do you think that people were just starting to Michigan State there because it's another Michigan school and he's obviously from Michigan and whatnot, he's got that Michigan connection. Do you think people are just throwing Michigan State in there because – because uh, it's Cause, second best to Michigan? Because dad went there. Okay. Okay, dad went there. Um, so I think that was – and actually on our show, Willie brought that up as, uh, you know, hey, I would love to see him go there. And I think from there that kind of caught some traction and people thought – but I don't know that see, it was – that's the difference between your guys' show and our show. Willie says something and then people <laughs> run with it, think that, you know, because it's the brain, right? Right. Our show, we could say we want because people, you know, people know that we're on the outside. <laughs> yeah, but you better get up. You better go down there and see Schwab, man. He's gonna get on. I saw him get yeah, on. Well, you. it's him and his wife both Monday. Oh. Actually, uh, 
I got the Mountain Dew somewhere around here. You it's better. You better have Mountain Dew. We're we're gonna go up there and uh, you might I got, wanna I gotta get on his good side though. I gotta get on the whole Panther train, you know. I I've, I like I like you and I. You're you know? starting to learn in the in the meet how right how it you, works. Yeah, you got that Iowa State van and everybody's like, What the hell? He's an Iowa State fan and then you know, nobody wants to give you any love, but yeah, old Schwab's yeah. a good dude. He, uh, yeah, so I've heard. I mean, I'm excited to go up there. I'm, 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 this whole week, I'm, you know, we're knocking out all this content and stuff. Uh, so maybe I'll ask him if he knows a little bit something about these transfers. Um, yeah, drill him about that Illinois job a little bit, too. Ask him what happened there. Yeah, what was your opinion on that, too? <laughs> was, that, um, was that surprising to hear his name in there? Because it shocked me. So it's kind of a weird situation, right? Um, people... Oh, I can't believe Schwab applied. I can't believe Schwab. Nobody really applied. Um, the AD kind of took it upon himself to reach out to the people that he kind of wanted. Now, does that happen a no. lot? No. That doesn't happen, right? No, like, not in wrestling. Not, not in wrestling. In football, obviously, that happens a lot. Uh, basketball, the bigger sports, that stuff happens. But with wrestling, a lot of these ADs don't really know anything about wrestling. So what do they do? They go and they ask probably the people in their programs who know, right? Right. And then from there, they say, hey, maybe you should contact this guy or this and that. So why do you think that they reached out to Schwab? So there was some, you know, Hef's been there a long time. Uh, in the fall, prior to the season, there was a little talk between Hef and the AD, you know, kind of back and forth. And, you know, COVID was wearing on Hef. And, uh, and so I don't know 100% for sure, but I'm pretty sure this AD had him a list. You know, he'd done his homework, talked to his donors, talked to the people in the know, and had him a little list ready. And then, you know, he hired Lovey Smith as a football coach in one week. Yeah, so yeah. He, he doesn't mess around, but it's kind of, I think it kind of caught some of the coaches off guard, right? Because it's just not how it happens in wrestling, right? right. It's usually, hey, we're going to call, talk to people. Then we're going to, you know, do some phone interviews. And then we're going to bring three people on campus. And then we're going to determine what we do. This was kind of, hey... What do you guys think of the Illinois job? Uh, uh, you know, 45-minute call between, you know, there were four different people that got a 45-minute call. Branch, Schwab, Ramos, and Poeta. Mark Branch. Yeah. That guy's not leaving his branch. You see how happy he is? Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, is he, gonna, he, can't, he can't ride a horse in Champaign, Illinois. He's not leaving Laramie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this guy's loving life. Did you think that Poeta was just the guy from the start, though, and they were just kind of doing their, uh, what's the word, due diligence or whatever, just trying to see who else could they could maybe get? Or, or where did you think, what were Poeta's chances in the beginning, I guess? Uh, you know, Illinois people and Illinois fans out there and Illinois people will say that um, it was Poeta all day, but um, honestly, it wasn't. Um, he wanted Schwab, wanted Schwab big time all day. So we had Schwab was his target, um, you know, and it's <sighs> Illinois people uh, don't want to, um, you know, that all, you know, that we got our first choice. You know, they want to poo poo it because it want to make it seem like we got our first choice. Right. Which, I mean, there'll always be rumors, right? People are denying things here and there, but um, it was Schwab's job if he wanted it. So, so we had Cody Goodwin on the show uh, mm -hmm. on Monday, and that'll come out uh, in a, tomorrow, I think. So Thursday, mm -hmm. um, but he had a really good take on that, and he said that the reason why he thought that they wanted Schwab so bad is Schwab's ability to take in-state talent and really 
develop those guys and turn them into a Drew Foster, turn those guys into a, a, a Max Thompson or whoever, you know, whatever he's done in the past. Do you think that was a case? Because Illinois is notorious for losing people to go to outside schools. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I think it was 20, 21 or 22 top uh, 50 recruits that Illinois has had in state since Mike's been there as an assistant, and they only got two. Wow. Right? So they have been losing the talent. Um, and, yeah, a guy like Schwab, I think that, yeah, I mean, he recruited his state well, right? Um, he put a, you know, from his area, they do well in Iowa. Um, he, I mean, he's a great coach. Um, I mean, I, when I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, good. You know, that's a, that's a good target. Um, you know, I'm a big Tony Ramos guy, you know, watch Tony grow up, Illinois guy, young guy. Um, what's his deal, man? Where, where's he going to get up? Cause every time, when's he going to get his call? You know, because every time there's man. a new coaching job, it's Tony Ramos. Number one. I know. Right. It, okay. Let me, let me rephrase this. Is Tony Ramos the biggest Free agent. He's not a free agent. He's still on the coach staff at North 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 Carolina. Mm -hmm. But is he the number one guy you think that should have a head coaching job that doesn't have one? I mean, yeah. I mean, he keeps keeps getting in there, right, for these interviews and um and getting getting there, right. Is he, he turning keep, him down or is he just not getting the call? You know, he uh, Borelli got the American job. Um, was Tony in on that? Yeah, he was. Um, you know, I think he's applied for a few. I think. Um, you know, it's hard, right? It's hard because you want that job, you want to apply, but it's a, it's a fine line, right? You do it a few times and then, you know, everybody hears, oh, he applied, he applied, didn't get it. And then is that good or is that bad? You know, um, you know, I think you sit down, right? You probably come up with some places that you would like to go and, and go there, you know, I mean, <clears throat> you know, the National Wrestling Coaches Association is heavily involved as well, you know, and they, they have, you know, their you know, coaches that, that they like and that they, you know, <clears throat> I would say uh, recommend maybe for the jobs or say, hey, we like this guy or we like this guy maybe to ADs and stuff. So um, and I know, I mean, everybody likes Ramos. So um, I think he stays in North Carolina for a while now and just builds it, right? Yeah, he just keeps building that resume. Yep. And I, I think he's a guy, I think at some point he's going to find his – He's saying, I hope he goes to the Big Ten, though. I'd love to see him in Iowa City on the other side of the mat. You know, I, maybe in the future, right? Um, maybe in the future you see him there. Um, you know, and they've done a good job at, at North Carolina with Illinois guys. I mean, Austin O'Connor was an Illinois commit. Yeah, North Carolina took him, right? So it'll be interesting, too, because, you know, Tony's a good recruiter, and, and he does well in Illinois. And, you know, I'm wondering if, you know, not getting this job might, you know, put a little fuel you know, under him and start getting in Illinois a little harder, you know? Yeah. So it'll, it'll be interesting, man. It's going to, it's going to be good for, uh, for all wrestling, right? Yeah. I'd love to see him. I'd love to see him, uh, out there. There's that passion that Tony has always had. And, and, uh, let's move on to, let's go back to the transfer yep. port a little bit. So there's, I, I have four, I'm going to go ahead and add five. Cause I forgot McNally to Wisconsin. I didn't see that one, but I have five people on this list. And I want you to let me know, who do you think is winning the transfer portal in terms of teams? Okay? okay. So, you know, you got Kyle Parko going to Arizona State, which he ended up getting scooped from Utah Valley, which is interesting. What do you think about that? You know, he had verbaled um, 
before the season to Utah Valley when Fresno cut the program. So then you had a crazy good year. Then he had a crazy good year, loses his wrestle off at 141 for the packs, right? So he bumps up to 49, goes in All-Americans. Beats Dagan. Beats Dagan. Lost to Durbin Lauren in the wrestle off. Wow. And then now he's wrestled for Arizona State. Yep. Uh, Gas Tank Gary to Oregon State. Yep. Surprise you at all? A little bit. I thought he was going to stay in state in Ohio. I thought he was going to go to like a Kent State. I actually thought, I thought he was going to go to Pitt. Okay. I just thought um, not far from home. They were on him. Um, you know, but obviously he went out west, loved it, went on a visit, um, you know, and obviously liked it unofficial on his own visit. Right. Because, you know, there's no recruiting no. going on right now until June 1. <laughs> Correct. Shout out to uh, Tom Ryan on that tweet there. Uh, Gary Bolsack to Rutgers. Yeah, what a pickup for them. Uh, Janzer was a 97. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with him, right? Poznanski, 84. He All-Americans. Stud. Stud. I mean, you don't, you can't redshirt that kid. He All-Americans is a true freshman. You just let him go. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's, hey, that's a price you pay, though, right? You want to move up. We talked about it with Penn State, right? Oh, if they get Dean, what do they do? Well, I mean, you want to win a national champ. That's what happens. You, Rutgers trying to move up maybe, you know, top 10, 15 program. In order to do that, you're going you're gonna to have backups that are in the top 25, you know, and that's, that's what you want to have. The problem you have, though, nowadays, right, with the transfer portal, you know, I, and society, right, it's just easy to give up and quit that I hope it doesn't hurt some of these programs that are trying to get transfers that guys, and Janzer won't leave. He's a Jersey guy. But I'm just meaning it programs in general, right? Do you think that this is a product of COVID? Because what happened with the whole COVID year was uh, basically last year didn't really count mm -hmm. eligibility-wise. So these teams, the way that they recruit is they're trying to fill the spots of these seniors that are going to leave. Well, mm -hmm. those seniors now, they can come back for a, another senior year. Well, they already had a kid that was going to come in and replace that senior. So we're seeing, do you think that we're seeing guys leave because this new freshman's coming in and, hey, now I'm getting replaced? Or uh, is that why you think we're seeing some of these transfers? Or do you chalk it more up to the new transfer rules that they have? Um, I think the new transfer rules and and uh, it's just society, right? I mean, we're... We want it now, right? Everything, our phone, everything's in front of our face. We want things now. And a kid's been at a program for three, four years, and he doesn't feel that, you know, he's reached his potential. Might not even be, you know, a lot of times it's the kid's fault. You know what I'm saying? But they're looking for an excuse too. So then they move on, right? Think the grass is going to be greener. They get there, and it's really not. Now, you do have kids that, you know, aren't getting better, you know what I mean? They know they're not getting better. They don't like the culture of their program, the way it's headed, and they just want to, you know, don't want to look back in 10, 15 years and think, you know, what yeah. could have been, right? right? Yeah. So they decide to move on. It's It, it works both ways. I I, I kind of go both ways, right? Because <clears throat> to me, it's like, oh, you know, you take your ball and go home, right? But then again, the coach does it, right? Coach gets hired. He recruits me. Says, hey, man, I'm going to be here. You're, I'm a, you're my guy. Boom, and next gone. thing you know, boom, gone, right? And then the kid's stuck there. 
right? So, I mean, you know, coaches got, I mean, some of these coaches out, out there, you know, that aren't very, you know, player friendly per se coaches, you know, got to watch their P's and Q's now, you know? So when you think about transfer you, right? If you're yep. going to pick a coach who really knows how to navigate the transfer portal, who you, who you putting that on? And I was supposed to send you these topics before. That's okay. And I didn't shoot them. I, I like got, it. Life got in the way a little I, bit. So, so I'm throwing you on the, on the, uh, whatever it's called. I'm, I'm throwing you out there in the middle of the spotlight. Uh, but we can't edit this show. This is no, a that's, live show. No big deal. <laughs> I, uh, I, we do live at Willie's and I show up an hour before and you guys I are do well prepared z- though. I, I do zero prep. I do never no prep at all. None. Just wow. sit there, pull up. We just start talking and then I just kind of go with it, you know? So who's the king of the transfer portal? King of the transfer portal right now. Um, Zeke Jones. I was going to say Zeke Jones or Pendleton. Pendleton. Now they, they got, you know, they, I'm not going to say this is a huge get by any means, but for them to fill a hole at 49, they got, they also got Corey Crooks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who was at Arizona state. He'll fill in there between the Willits brothers. Okay. Then on the back end, they get gas tank Gary, which, you know, last year, Gary, you know, put on a little weight. His miles per gallon were down, yeah. you know, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Gary goes out West and, and loses some weight and uh, can get back, you know, to the gas tank. Gary, we saw two years ago, you know, when to me though, Gary, I mean, I like Gary and Hey, go gas tank Gary and you go get yours. But you know, he was hyped. Right. Gary was hyped. I mean, he beat, he beat Neville's in the duel crowd favorite crowd favorite, you know, flow jumped on him. He got hyped. And then, you know, now he's riding it. Now he hits a transfer portal and like, he's the best thing since sliced bread at the heavyweight division. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Which, yeah. which is great. Good for you, Gary, go get yours. Yeah, but yeah, right. I mean, we're all like, Coaches are now salivating over Gary Traub. Yeah. I mean, I, I. What are we doing? What are we? What's going on right <laughs> yeah. now? You know, but I mean, it happens. Yeah. I mean, look at Echemendia, right? Yes. Look yes. at Echemendia, right? I mean, we. We don't say the e word around here, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. We can do our. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll you know, throw, we can I'll do a you, lot. I'll throw you another one. Goodale. Great. Maybe not this year. He did, obviously, well, he did get uh, Bullsick, but I mean, you got Rivera. Yep. You got Seriano. Yep. He comes back. Nope. You know, you don't think he comes back? Nope. But not, he, not, not at Rutgers. Not at Rutgers, but collegiately? Good shot. Good shot that he could be a Sun Devil, which should really bump Zeke up in that transfer. And, yeah, right? If, if that's the case, it's already It's, it's over, already right? Yeah. But I think Goodale, you know, he, he knows how to work the transfer portal. He does. You know? Goody's a, Goody's a good dude. Goody's slick. He's a good businessman. He's a good coach. He's, he's very well-rounded. Um, they do a good job over there. Um, Donnie's... I mean, Donnie Pritzlov is a mastermind, you know. So um, they do a really good job over there. And uh, and Goodell, he's not done yet either, I don't think. You know, they they still got their eyes out. So on some guys, yeah. Go yeah. ahead and say it. No, no, I don't. I don't know exactly who. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, they're they're always looking. You know, them Big Ten schools, it's business, man. Like Correct. we talk about, right? You know, Beard might get passed up, and and Janja gets passed. Up. I mean, it's big boy stuff. You know, I mean, it's get paid. You 
got to win. I mean, Iowa, too, they're maybe a little bit underrated when it comes to the transfer. Like, they get some good transfers. But with them, it almost sells itself a little bit. I took some heat because I said, does Tempe sell itself or is Zeke Jones a good recruiter? And people were acting like I was trying to take that away from him. Uh, well, that's not really what I meant. I do think, for me, I would probably pick Zeke Jones when it comes to the transfer portal king. But um, I think with Iowa, it's almost like, you know, these kids are like, hey, let me join the super team. Let's Let's move on here. They got an NAIA kid today, right? They did, Brandon Swafford, yeah. Yeah, Graceland kid. Yeah, I love to see that stuff. You know, I, ho- I hope I hope it works out for him. Um, who knows what his intentions are as far as, like, is he, you know, trying to make the lineup? Is he just trying to get better? Does he want to, like, join the Hawkeye Wrestling Club when he's done and kind of go that route? Who knows? But, uh, you know, more, more power to him. I think he's just trying to live out his dream, right? Good for him. Yeah. All your dreams. You want to – kid wants to be a Hawkeye, be a Hawkeye. You know yeah. what I mean? That's – Awesome. Let's, let's talk about former Iowa State Cyclone Jared Verclearen, okay, and former Nittany Lion. He originally was a Iowa State guy. Then he left because the whole KJ thing went down. Goes to Kale. Now he's going to Virginia. What do you think about that? Good get for uh, for those guys down there. Yeah, he's a good get. Um, Greco guy. Greco guy. It'll put. Um, you know they'll have that that weight class now. Um, you got Denton Spencer. I don't know if Denton. You know, drops back down. I think uh, Courtney's going to 33 this year. So that could leave a hole at 41. I don't know if Denton Spencer tries to cut down to 41 um, or what they're going to do there. Um, yeah, Verk, good for him. I mean, you know, Verk's a type 1 diabetic. A lot of people don't don't know okay. that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he deals with a lot, you know, just to, you know, be able to work out, right? I mean, diet and, you know, I mean, some days you feel like you have the flu, you know, it's, he deals with a lot. There aren't, I think he's about the only one I know of in division one. That's a type one diabetic. Man, I did not know that more, more props to him. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on the show. That's about 45 minutes. That's about all Let's I got do it. in me. I'm excited for your guys' show and everything that you're doing. Hopefully you're, you uh, can get in the building, get in media row this weekend. Uh, <laughs> we'll find out what happens, but yeah. you're welcome back here at Stalemates anytime, man. Enjoy your time at Iowa. Where can uh, the people find you guys? Um, As far as? Social media. Oh, social media. Oh, yeah. So you can go to uh, Matt Scout's uh, Rockfin, Matt Scout's Willie's page. Yep. Um, Matt every, every Monday. Every Monday we're on. You can check it, uh, me on Twitter. Uh, at Corby Matt. Or that's new for you. Are you liking me. the Twitter game? You know, I'm new to it. I, it's okay. Um, it's been it's been good communicating with people. You know, you I have mean, any coaches reach out to you yet? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know, my face has been around the game a long time, so um, people know my face, but you know, knew the name, but were so a lot of people have reached out. You know, that I've seen through the years, I've reconnected with a lot of people, so it's kind of cool. A lot of people out there, I've taken their money and you know, college pools and NCAAs and stuff. And now are you good at the pools? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm terrible at it. I'm, I'm, I'm too much of a homer. I pick my favorites. I pick the guys that I like and, and I'm bad at, I'm bad at using my head and not my heart. Uh, that's okay. I mean, that's, I mean, you got an Iowa state van. I mean, come on. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> guys, don't forget to hit subscribe. Go Cyclones. Go Cyclones. Uh, like, comment, all that. Peace, guys. Peace.